0: podcast for women like you women in business across all industries we've learned from experience how hard it can be to manage it all on your own
1: so we're here to answer your questions spill the tea and be completely open and honest about the life of a business owner
0: hello lovely ladies welcome back to the female founders podcast hello hello we are back in the zone recording with sat and recorded with many exciting guests today um we're really excited for you to hear this episode we're going to keep this intro short and sweet because it's quite a long one yeah so get your tea and biscuits
1: okay so today we had alicia with us um she is she has an inspiring story completely Mm -hmm. Uh, she found herself in a really difficult place, doubting, you know, whether she would still be here or not. You know, mm-hmm. a few years. We were. Ago. We had
0: tears. We had laughter. Honestly, jaws were dropped.
1: Um, she hit absolute rock rock bottom and knew something needed to change. So she found crystal healing mm-hmm. and started her spirituality journey. Alicia now has her own online and in store crystal shop based in Derbyshire, as well as being a full time mum to a ten month old beautiful boy. In today's episode we talk about Alicia's entrepreneurial journey, about mm-hmm. how spirituality and how this helped her as a business owner and how crystals may be able to help you. Yeah. Um this one is a complete emotional roller coaster and an yeah. incredibly inspiring story as Vicky just said tears yeah. were shed.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so strap yourselves in for this one because we are sure you are going to love it. Okay, so we are here with Alicia. Hello Alicia. Hi ladies.
0: Hello. Thank for you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for coming
1: in today. I'm very excited. Um so we obviously want to ask you a couple of questions because we're both, you know, so inspired by, you know, what you do as a woman in business as well as being a mom in business. Um so can you give us a run through of your career so far from like literally school to now basically?
2: Of course. <laughs> right. How long have we got? <laughs> <laughs> So, growing up, I was always like the the super sporty kid, you know, mm-hmm. like the really competitive one. Yeah. That was always me. Um, I was quite academic as well, I mm-hmm. suppose. And my grades and school work meant a lot to me. Yeah. Um, looking back, it was probably a pointless obsession because yeah. we all know when you leave school and college, no one ever asks what grades mm-hmm. you actually got. Yeah. yeah. Um but I was a very much so a perfectionist when it came to life mm-hmm. and i went to school did all the sports did all the sort of subjects i wanted to do yeah. i did philosophy law wow. yeah quite solid subjects yeah, yeah yeah they are and got those done went to college, went to uni, and the original plan was to be a lawyer. Yeah, I remember you sharing about
1: this. It's like you couldn't be, like, so different now, could you?
2: Exactly. So the plan was to be a lawyer, and I think that really stemmed down to financial goals rather than anything else. Like, we watch... Um, series like Suits yeah. and then being <laughs> so p- be- that. yeah. <laughs> that's it um, so sometimes the inspiration comes from fake things that yeah. aren't actually as they seem yeah. so I wanted to be a lawyer because I thought the money's good mm-hmm. it give me that idea of I'm going to be a boss woman, yeah. this is like the career I want for myself then obviously went to uni to study law mm-hmm. and that's when the veil started to disintegrate a little bit, and the I thought, here. yeah, I thought actually this isn't what I thought it would be. So within about three months, I just hated uni life. Really? I really, really hated it. And what was it about uni that you didn't like? Was it like the the work, the
1: the
0: people,
2: the people? So I think it was just. The picture that I painted for myself around... Such, such like, high expectations. Yeah. And then I went, and it was completely just different Mm -hmm. to what I thought it would be. I didn't have many friends there, and I think that was because I chose to stay at home and not Mm -hmm. live away. Oh. Because I guess I was a bit of a baby.
0: Yeah.
2: And...
0: (laughs) Moving away is, like, a whole different... Yeah, that's what would scare me. You've got to go away and live with all these strangers and hope that you're going to get along.
2: And... Even more so than that, I like to be alone and yeah, sort of in control <laughs> of be at home in bed. Exactly. And in control of who I spend my time with. Yeah. So the thought of going into uni halls and having to spend time with people who I've got no control over. Yeah. That terrified me. Yeah. So I just travelled to uni every day. So it was very mundane of going to uni, study, go home. Mm-hmm. And I guess I never got the fun element of the living with people. Yeah, yeah, going out for teas, um, going out on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and living yeah. off like £10 a week. Yeah. Like i never had that experience. I was probably still living off £10 a week at home. But, you know, um, at least I had my mum and dad to fall back on and make mm-hmm. me tea. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, went to uni and whilst I was actually in that first year, my partner at the time um was sent to prison. I don't know if you Stop. remember that. Yeah. I don't
1: know if I do. Oh my god. Yeah, well, that's not- a bit like you're studying law, like you're going down <laughs> Exactly. Like- <laughs> Like, exactly
2: <laughs> exactly you know i'd be doing exam papers on that the criminal justice system <laughs> like with my my boyfriend in prison at the time oh
0: my god so
2: i had a lot going on yeah and mentally that was very hard because oh,
1: that's a lot for someone to go through. Like, it doesn't matter situations, yeah, like, and what you're sort of doing at uni and stuff like yeah. that. So, wow, <laughs> yeah, okay,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, he was in prison, and it's a very weird experience to live through because when your partner goes to prison, that you're used to spending so much time with, texting every day, yeah. you know, staying over at their house, um, when they go to prison, you almost feel like you're grieving someone, yeah. Because from, yeah, from the moment that in that courtroom, they get sentenced, Mm. they're just taken away and then no contact, no texting them, see them like once a month, but obviously you can't touch them, like hug them. So it's very hard mentally to go through that because you feel like this person is like dead almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was going on at the same time <laughs> yeah. as me not enjoying uni. Wow.
1: That must have been, like, a whole series of events. Yeah, <laughs> Literally. Oh <my> <laughs> like, that's one thing after another, isn't it?
2: Exactly. So... Obviously, I decided law wasn't for me. Um, Boyfriend in time was in prison. And I was just in this crossroads of what do I do? I was already in debt because I decided to go to uni. And I thought, I don't just want to throw all that away. So I forced myself to just keep going and going and going and get this degree done. But meanwhile...
1: You're almost, like, not being true to yourself, aren't you? Exactly. And, like, literally killing yourself in the process.
2: Exactly. And I just lost myself. Like, I was a shell of the person that I used to be. That
1: completely breaks you, though, doesn't it? Like scary. Yeah. What do I want to do with my
0: life?
2: Yeah. And that's it. If I had something else to fall back on, like, if I had a passion that I thought, I'm going to do that, then maybe I would have quit uni but yeah. because there was nothing else I felt like, like I had you, you're to you're just keep going to- and it's scary yeah. because
0: you, you pay for it it's so expensive uni it's like you've yeah. got people think you've got to stick with it because yeah. otherwise it's a massive waste of money isn't yeah.
2: it? yeah because I looked into it I was like well if I just do one year and then quit I wonder if I get money back or whatever yeah. and I and you don't and
1: you don't oh my so God. you've literally done a year spent all this money on uni and nothing really has come out of it yeah yeah oh my gosh so mm. what happened after that then
2: so after uni I really was in a dark place yeah. and I was anxious I was depressed I actually yeah. stopped going to uni full stop and yeah. just learn um like basically taught myself from home wow. and I just stopped going out, stopped socialising with friends. Mm -hmm. I really, I actually hated my life and myself because I just wasn't who I truly should have been. Yeah. So that is, you've probably seen on my social media, I share a lot about mental health. And that's really when I started to understand how um, intense... You know, it can be. dealing with yeah. um, we've, anxiety and depression can be. We've
1: definitely been in situations like that. You know, yeah. I don't know if you've listened to our other episodes about mental health and stuff, but we can definitely relate to mm. to feeling like that, feeling lost, feeling yeah. anxious,
0: feeling depressed. Like, And we always say as well, like, you know, when you're in, you know you're not supposed to be here. It's yeah. so like, you know, when you're at your lowest and you, you, that's what keeps you pushing because you're
1: like, mm. I know there's
2: something better that's yeah. coming
1: for Did me. Did you sort
0: yeah. of feel like that where you're like...
2: Yeah, well so I got to the point where I just I couldn't see a way out at all. Mm-hmm. Like I'd told my mom I didn't want to be here anymore. I
1: Yeah.
2: I didn't want to die, but I it living every day was, was too true- painful. Yeah. And as a oh mom Oh my god, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, no because I feel like-
1: Yeah we actually both have been there you are like, yeah
0: so <laughs> been very empathetic people yeah if someone cries we're we'll like
1: oh God, not right. yeah i get that though yeah so sorry go on <laughs> it's
0: okay tissues
2: out it's okay um but yeah like as a mum my mum was like you need to go to the the doctors we need to get you on antidepressants and mm-hmm. that almost didn't feel right to me but i just couldn't see any other way. Yeah. That I thought, was like
1: the last resort type thing. Yeah,
2: okay. I thought I'm not going to be here in a, a month's time, two months' time if I don't really try. Yeah. And then I started taking the antidepressants, And what I didn't know is antidepressants actually have a side effect of suicidal thoughts.
1: Oh, just, just to throw that one in <laughs> which there. Which is not what I you need. Know that. Yeah, I you don't can literally
2: it. read it on the When the you packets. take like
1: antidepressants, they... Kind of reverse, don't they? Like they kind of make things worse for a week or two and then they start to work. In yeah. quotation marks. Oh my god, I need to read Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: That's read it. the fine print. Yeah. Did
1: you find that you just spiraled then?
2: Yeah, I'd say for about three weeks and then. <sighs> <laughs> I just got to this point where something has to give. Yeah. I thought like pushing pills down my throat isn't the answer. Yeah. And it was almost like when you're at rock bottom, that's where you find the inspiration mm-hmm. or the hope to be like, right, I've yeah. got to get my shit together.
1: Yeah. Oh my this is God. It. I've got yeah. <laughs> to yeah. yeah.
2: And then this is what started my journey into holistic healing mm-hmm. and um natural ways of helping myself feel better yeah. Yeah. and it was actually a journey of self-discovery and a journey of what's the root cause of
1: yeah my unhappiness? This actually coming from yeah. yeah rather than just taking pills and like pushing it down so, like, just masks yeah. over it
0: rather than yeah. causing it yeah like helps it
2: exactly so When I was doing all this research, I was then connecting with healers, Mm. um, different energy workers. I went from this like almost normal, like stereotypical teenager to then this like hippie (laughs) woo-woo woman in the space of about six weeks. I started to meditate every day. I I started to go to crystal healers. I started to journal. I started to understand dream work, um, do breath work, EFT, like, every single thing I was on it. Yeah, that (laughs) is, like, like the
1: biggest, like, transition, isn't it? Yeah,
2: and it's just this awakening of, like, you have to save yourself. Mm. This
1: is it, like, no, I always say, like, no one is coming to do it for you. True. Mm. And they're not, like, it's, like, if you've got trauma or stuff going on, like, you know, like vicky can't sit here and say i know what's going on with you it's like you have to discover yeah, that, don't you yeah, and go yeah. in yeah um I which i think we've sort of both done haven't
2: yeah. we yeah that was sort of my life like after uni it was just a, I have to heal myself and that solidified even more that you know the law degree and the career yeah. was just not for me and i wanted to find a more purpose filled journey life yeah, goal yeah. So, I actually fell into a job that I'd have probably judged people for doing years before, yeah. and I actually went into network marketing, yeah. yeah,, which is what a lot of people think isn't a cool career, yeah. it's a cringy one, it's not authentic, mm-hmm. but I actually found a product that really worked for me, so yeah. I thought I'm just gonna give it a go. I was still very um financially motivated then. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I was drawn into the whole um your you free right, hustle boss. culture. Yeah, yeah. I was very drawn into that. And do you know what? That was actually one of the most up leveling career activities I've ever taken place in mm-hmm. because I would never even pick up the phone to someone I had that yeah. little confidence <laughs> yeah. and I went from being scared to chat to people being scared to even walk into a room and like look people in the eye yeah to this woman who built a team of like thousands of people and I'd mm-hmm. go on and I'd speak and I'd train them and uh, it was when I really started to believe in myself and yeah. what you I was capable saw, of. Like,
0: yeah, your capabilities. Well, yeah. like rebirth, isn't it? Yeah. let yeah. yeah. be doing this.
2: Yeah. And so that went on for some time. And I actually, I think I was the youngest elite, ranked leader they'd ever had wow. and at one point was the top earner in the company oh yeah.
1: my god that's, that's crazy Alicia. yeah that's wow. crazy
2: but it was only then when I got to the top or when I hit those big ranks that I thought I'm not fulfilled, (laughs) and it was like all these long hours, these like you know finishing at two a.m. and starting again at six, and this hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm -hmm. All of this work that I'd put into building this business, it was only when I reached the top of that that I thought, (laughs) "Mm -hmm." "What now? Oh gosh, this isn't (laughs) actually what I thought it would be." Yeah. So. It was actually the this one of the CEOs of that company when I'd hit that big position. He rung me up. He was like, "Oh my god, how do you feel?" And I was just so exhausted because of all the work I'd been putting in. I was like, "Um, yeah, really good." And he went, "You don't sound like you're happy." And I, I almost like it. I almost lied because I was like, "Yeah, I am." But it was this realization and this light bulb moment of. Oh gosh i'm not happy yeah so then it was starting again from scratch and it was right what do i do now that actually gives me that sense of purpose and actually helps other people and is me
1: yeah because was... you were you were so on this like healing journey from before you started that network marketing. yeah program. and you shared that the whole way through as well. Yeah. So whilst you're building an audience for the business, yeah, you also had that as your like unique selling point, did you? Didn't you? Where yeah. Like, you know, crystals and healing and spirituality. So did yes. you have so... to leave that?
0: Did you want to leave that job then? Like, did you just like leave and start again? Yeah. Oh my so... god. But you felt crazy. I... We we're like, what am
2: I doing? My yeah. Life? <laughs> I am very extreme in a sense of like all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and you're both laughing because yeah. you're like, yeah, that's
0: me.
1: <laughs>
2: (laughs) Um, So once I'd made the decision that this isn't for me, I thought I'm not just going to keep being inauthentic just so my paycheck continues month Mm, to month. I didn't want to earn off people in my team when I wasn't in it. That didn't feel good for me. And... So I just thought, right, one day messaged the, the people that own the company. I said, thank you so much. Like, it's been the best, yeah. probably the best thing I've ever done. I loved mm-hmm. it. I said, thank you, but, like, I've got to do my own thing now.
0: Yeah. And, were
2: they quite surprised
0: by that then? Or were they like, yeah, uh, we've seen it coming on? I
2: Do you know what? I don't know if they were or not. I think they knew what my true passions were. Yeah. And I think they knew because of the work that I'd put in Mm -hmm. and the the person that I was, that there was almost more for me in a sense of doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. So they were really supportive on that level. And... That's when I just had to sit down and think. Right, how am I actually going to progress? What's the
1: next step? My career, yeah.
2: (laughs) And obviously, do you
1: did you feel like that at that point as well? That going back to work for someone else was
0: an option
2: oh yeah that was never an option <laughs> yeah.
0: Never. Can we say that that is that is my number one drive <laughs> whenever we're like yeah. oh you know we've had a bad month we're like I cannot go back and no work it's like hustle now like let's get yeah, into it it's yeah. terrifying to think
2: that yeah it is and so I thought well what am I passionate about and how can I actually make a difference in the world and my main passions were living a healthy um Life in terms of mindset and yeah. fitness, mm-hmm. uh, and I love teaching other people about how they can help their headspace. Yeah, yeah. and because I'd been through all that before and I'd helped myself, I'd got the blueprint of, yes. you know, this is how you and get did better. You, did yeah. you
1: feel like it was almost like your calling where you were like, I need to help people because I've been there, I don't mm-hmm. want to see people yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah
2: because the system nowadays fails so many people yeah and obviously i have to be careful what i say in terms of talking about the system but Mm. there's so many people out there who go through the system of this is what you have to do to help your head you have to take pills or you have to go and see this person and really there's sometimes that's needed you know the Sometimes that is needed, but there's so many other things that we can almost make, like, a spiritual self-care kit yeah. that we can help our ourselves with before. So that's where the birth of Botu was. Oh
1: so when, gosh. like, I want to know what happened in that period where you left the network marketing and Botu was born. Mm-hmm. Did you... Was it just an idea that came up when you were just like, I know, or was it, like, deep thinking, like, so this is my passion how can I sort of help people with this? What sort of like journey was that?
2: I'd say the last, I'd say the last year when I was doing the network marketing, I had it in the back of my mind that one day I'd have my own business. Yeah. So all those like prior thoughts were building up inside my head. So I had like an idea yeah. of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I made the decision to, you know have my own business it was like right this is it yeah i just made a decision and from literally i think i posted on facebook and instagram to say like right network marketing's over for me mm-hmm. um if you want to know what i'm up to follow botu i'd already yeah. made the instagram page Yeah, you did. I remember, Yeah, I remember. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, I was like oh my god <laughs> <Yeah."> <laughs> so it was already there it was just like right it's go time yeah and obviously because I didn't have like a work leave. I didn't have a fallback option. Yeah, it was it just to work. Yeah, <laughs> it was just as soon as I say I'm leaving, my paycheck stops like mm-hmm. dead from that yeah. day. Yeah, so I wasn't ever gonna get paid again until the business was doing well. Yeah, So How did you it kept
0: the name go-to, the business name.
2: So I wanted something simple, yeah. catchy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that meant. Something to me. Yeah. Yeah. And Boto actually stands for Babes of the Universe.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, that is
2: so So the universe, obviously it's where we all live. It's a very spiritual, energetic term, but it's something that People can interpret as they want,
1: yeah. and that, which I think is really powerful. Yeah.
2: yeah, and so and the babes just came from you know um not just women but men, yeah. like everyone, like we are all babes, we are yeah. all people, we are all beings under this mm-hmm. universal yeah. within it. Yeah, so that's where it came from.
0: Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> god. And then how did you sort of like because we love spirituality, crystals, yeah. everything, yeah. like anything under that topic. So how did you? first discover like spirituality and like the power of crystals
2: so this might be a bit of an emotional story i'm gonna make you probably cry again
0: (laughs) do it i'm ready for a (laughs) cry?
2: but obviously i Um, got into it because I was struggling and when I started researching about the healing therapies one of them was crystal healing Mm -hmm. and someone who my mum had grown up with it was one of her childhood friends she was a crystal healer Mm -hmm. and or she was just learning to be a crystal healer so she said, I'll do it you. Like, I'll practice on you. I'll, you know, give it a go. Mm. And I thought, hmm, rocks? <laughs> like, you're going to place rocks on yeah. me and that's going to heal me.
0: If they don't get it, they don't get it. Yeah. They're yeah. just like, this is a like of nonsense.
2: Yeah, but that was me at one point. I was just almost like the logical lawyer
0: yeah. person yeah. came out thinking, yeah.
2: hmm, this rock is going to make me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> so she did this session on me and... I literally felt my whole body like vibrate in ways I'd never felt before I saw visions and thought about things I'd never thought about before and it was just the most eye-opening experience and even after the session I immediately felt better Wow. like you That's know not f- instant. yeah like yeah. not fully cured obviously yeah. but I saw a difference in that hour long session yeah and I thought wow like this little rock <laughs> is <laughs> he's hel- helping me that? yeah oh
0: my god
2: and it was from that moment that she helped me weekly I went to her every week and every week I saw an improvement and she was as well as like my mom and my family she was a rock (laughs) no pun intended but she was a a rock for me um through all that and this is where it makes me emotional Mm because she's not here anymore and um she's probably one of but she is the person that yeah. set me off on this crystal yeah. journey. Yeah. So I feel like I owe her that so much to be, you know, grateful of. She spent her time, her energy mm-hmm. healing me for free. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like something that had to happen in my life to set me off yeah. on this.
0: Like you crossed paths for a reason. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that was, I think, her like purpose in my life and her time and energy she put into me shaped the whole rest of my existence and God, even like my my family are now opening up to crystals like Bodhi my little baby I'm sure will be very spiritually yeah, attuned yeah. because he's in a crystal shop all day
1: <laughs> and he he's can't gonna be like, he's just, like healed like he's just gonna be like full of like amazingness yeah. when he grows
2: up yeah and if he's not then Well, I guess that's his journey, but (laughs) (laughs) I just hope that he is, you know, open to the energy Mm -hmm. and open to... That side oh my of gosh! Mind. Of
1: course he will be though. If he's yeah. growing up with it, like he literally is in a crystal shop yeah. Like, yeah. all the time. Like, and you're his mum. So. Yeah. So how
0: did the journey with motherhood happen? Like, how has it been being a mom and running a business and finding out you're were pregnant? Start, weren't yeah. you
1: pregnant, or hadn't you just fallen pregnant as
0: you'd start to go to? <laughs> like,
2: yes, I, seem to, <laughs> I seem to take on a lot of things at once. So, I read a book called The Surrender Experiment. Have you heard of it before? No. i like, right. probably
1: going to need like, some good <laughs> yeah, like, book
2: idea. Yeah, you need that book. It's incredible. I read that book and it taught me to surrender to life yeah. because every experience that comes our way, whether we think that it will help us grow or not, yeah. actually does and yeah. it actually does teach us lessons. So sometimes we'll get offered opportunities that we don't think Fit what we want yeah. to do, mm-hmm. and I used to be personal, I said no all the time. Yeah, I'm sorry, earn... that's not
1: in line with what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna, yeah,
2: yeah. If I didn't think that it would uh, progress me or put me further to my life goals, I'd just say no. Mm-hmm. And this book was all about everything that comes your way has a purpose, yeah. So you I should just... Really <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, like massive. Like, if one bad thing happens, like, oh my god, yeah, this like, is gonna
0: like... fail, like, we'll just just spiral won't you we? instead yeah. of being yeah. like, Do you know what?
2: They're just gonna <laughs> teach me a lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. So everything that comes your way has a purpose. Yeah. And in my life, like I said, I'd said no to a lot of things and I wasn't planning on having a baby. Mm-hmm. I was like yeah, was 22. Even in,
1: like the plans? Like were you, no. were you thinking? Oh, maybe like 25?
2: No, I was thinking like 30. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I need to get all my stuff done first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was
2: so career driven and like business driven. I thought like, oh, 30 is fine. Like yeah. I'll get myself set up, house, you know, financially secure so I could travel. Mm-hmm. And then I think about kids. Mm-hmm. And then I read this book and I randomly like fell pregnant. Obviously, not random, not the Virgin Mary, but, you know, it wasn't planned. Um, and, you know, me and my partner sat down and we were just like, wow, this is pretty, pretty shocking. pretty shocking." <laughs> but he's like eight years older than me. So he was ready. Yeah, he yeah. was just like, yeah,
0: perfect. You were like, not for me. And maybe. I was
2: just like, oh, my gosh. And I thought, do you know what? I've read this book. This has happened to me for a reason. Yeah, so I said, has let's come at do the it. Perfect time. Yeah. yeah. About six weeks into that pregnancy, I was still really scared and shocked. Yeah, yeah. But then, after that, it was the best thing that ever ever happened to me. I loved being pregnant. Really? I loved it. Like I just opens your eyes to, like, what's important yeah, in the world. This like this is it,
1: isn't it? Because you do lose track yeah. of it, especially when you're so, like, career-driven and yeah. Yeah. you do lose track of it all.
2: Yeah, and it just... Obviously, being spiritual, it just fascinated me. Like, I was growing a tiny human inside me from scratch. Yeah,
0: and then your body... Everyone says your body just knows what to do when you're giving birth. Oh, yeah. It just takes control, and you're like, I'm not even doing anything. It just... Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's just instinct. Like, it's wild. And so that happened to me mm-hmm. and I just embraced that um, released resistance, surrendered to it, mm-hmm. best thing that's ever happened yeah. and then with Botu let's get on to that <laughs> <laughs> um, I started that because again I'd read the surrender experiment not long before and that was time for me to surrender to what I really wanted to do mm-hmm. started that and then the shop That was another episode of surrendering Mm -hmm. because a shop didn't sound good to me. I wasn't interested in that. Yeah, what
1: made you, you know, go from... Because you were network marketing, which was all online
2: stuff. Yeah. So
1: you were like a master in like selling stuff online. Yeah. What then made you think, I'm going to have a locational shop?
2: It was still the surrender experiment. Was it? (laughs) Yeah. So I did the network marketing because I wanted it to be online and I wanted to not have any schedules um so I could just be free yeah. so the shop went against everything that I'd yeah. spent years of my life thinking that I wanted um however I read this book say yes to everything and someone said to me you know there's this shop coming up you should Open, you know, your crystal store there yeah. And I was online at the time So I had a bit of a community Did
0: you feel ready but... to
2: have a shop? Or we like, no. oh god, I can't open a shop No, definitely <laughs> You're like, not ready. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, yeah, okay mm-hmm. Let's do it mm-hmm. And I got the keys to the shop At 32 weeks pregnant <laughs> Oh my
1: <laughs> god Spent There's like pictures you of You need like a to... movie yeah. yeah. in It's oh, yeah. so
0: interesting I that.
2: Spent like Six weeks Um Renovating it, like I was like out here, like <laughs> I was big at this point, and I just loved it. I I, I loved oh, doing gosh. it. Just it was like the creative element of, yeah. of ripping shelves down and then yeah. painting walls the color that you wanted to paint them. Yeah. Like it was just freedom, and so I opened the shop purely based on the book that I read had Bodhi purely based on the book that I read I need this book yeah yeah Yeah. well all you need to know is just you've just got to say yes to stuff and (laughs) And that just yeah you know go
1: with it basically Yeah. yeah
2: so that was that and then here I am sort of how long? A year down the line. I think boti has been going a year down the line with a 10-month-old baby in yeah. a shop. Alicia
1: not only has a business that she runs <laughs> by herself, she also has an eight-month, 10-month-old baby. Ten-month,
2: yeah.
1: And she goes to the gym. And just to throw something else in the mix as well, she's also completely renovating and building a new off-the-grid house.
2: Yeah. Oh, my
0: gosh. Your <laughs> diary is full
1: so just asking her like
0: how does she fit all that in because i struggle as it is like what is your like daily routine have you got anything that's like i have to do this every day or i'll not be able to function
2: so before i was spiritual i was like that it was like very routine structured this has to be done this like schedule like very um solid routine and then the more spiritual I get, the more those type of strict routines don't work for me because I like to just flow through life. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I don't have, you know, a to-do list that's like 100 bullet points long. Yeah. like, um, oh. But for me, I think it's just what bar do you set yourself? Like what standard is like, are you working that day to day? Mm -hmm. And so if you set yourself the standard of like, oh, you know, I'm going to go for a walk, then I'm going to feed the baby Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to meditate. And you just, Mm -hmm. if you only set yourself three things to do in the day, that's Mm -hmm. all you'll You'll get get done. done. If you set yourself 10 things to do in the day, you'll come very close to that, you might do the 10 things, but you might do nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So like whatever standard you set yourself, you're always working towards that. Yeah. So for me, I set the standard like very, very <laughs> high for myself. And I don't, you know, I don't achieve that standard every single mm. day, but because the bar is so high and I'm working towards that, mm. I'll get so much more done, more done. than, yeah. you know, if I didn't set it high for myself. So mm. I yeah. guess...
1: Do you feel like you... Obviously, you just said, like, you're a perfectionist. um, Because we definitely are as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that can almost hold me back sometimes from achieving. Because I'm, like, you know, I put so much pressure on myself. It has to be perfect. Yeah. Do you find yourself like that? Or do you just
2: um, overcome it, it? So, in the past, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like I said before, like, growing up as perfectionist, grades, sports. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. everything had to be perfect. Yeah. Like... I even held that standard to myself for like the way that I wanted to look, the way that I came across to people. It was almost like an image perfectionism because it's, you, I think you're more bothered about how you come across to people, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? Um, so that really ruled my life growing up. However, over the last, I'd say 18 months, I've really let go of, the perfectionism idea. I think if you have a business and you actually want to make progress and move forward at a reasonable speed, yeah you can't aim to be perfect
0: yeah this we're, we're learning thing. that yeah aren't we? yeah just, i always know, hear people saying that we're like, just like just do it like yeah and even even thinking about other people's opinions as well yeah. like obviously social media is massive you need to get your face on you need yeah. to see yeah it. which so many people on call they, they hate do, it because yeah. they're like what if this person sees it or that person yeah. sees it and we thought that at the start but now we're yeah. just like do you know what if it's going to grow my business it i'll do whatever business. i need to do on social yeah. media yeah.
1: um linking on to that I want to ask you how you find it being a business owner in like a local area because mm-hmm. obviously for those of you that don't know me and Alicia are from the same area and it's it's a small town place everyone sort of knows everyone and I feel <laughs> like a lot of people you know say to us oh like I don't have the confidence I don't want people to talk about me because people do you know when you sort of do things out of the ordinary people do like to watch and talk um, about it so like yeah. how do you find dealing with that
2: <laughs> so <laughs> i have grown up dealing with a lot of judgment Yeah. so it has ruled my life in like times and, and spaces before um but it was you know a couple of years ago when i thought why is this so important to me yeah. why do i care so much about what other people think and this sounds very morbid, but death is actually a really motivational thing for yeah. me. Yeah, okay. Because I think one day I'm going to die. I always say this yes. to myself. It's, I'm like,
0: we're going to die one day. Who cares? It's yeah,
2: it's the only certainty we have in life. Yeah. One day we're going to die. Yeah. And yeah, you might live on in someone's memory, but eventually the people who, you know, might keep you in their memory, might talk about you, one day they're all going to die. Yeah. And then it'll be like you never, ever existed. Yeah,
1: yeah. So like, do you just wanna, you know, be forgotten about like everyone else? Do you know what yeah.
2: I mean? Well, I think it's just more to the point of like one day no one's gonna remember you. Yeah. So why why does it matter? Yeah. You know, like why is it a big deal that you want to put yourself out there and yeah. you want to yeah. achieve things like why am I going to let you know like Sally from down the road judge me or why am I going to care about a distant relative on Facebook who might yeah. think oh she's a bit cringy all yeah, of a sudden she's a bit
0: yeah. full of herself or yeah. something like that.
2: and what really helped me is understanding where judgment comes from mm-hmm.
0: so, I always say this yeah Just, oh, we always say it's because of people are in a negative place themselves isn't it when yeah. people like me and sophie are fairly happy in our lives so whenever someone starting a youtube channel or a new yeah. business we're like go on girl like, you're amazing not like yeah Ugh, who does she
1: and i she think doing that? i think like judgment comes from a place of like out of the norm yeah people are like what the fuck is this girl yeah doing? you yeah. know people are shocked and like they just yeah. don't expect yeah. it. And do you know what? They can't comprehend it.
2: If yeah. that makes sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the reason why people judge is because they're insecure. Like, when they yeah. see you putting yourself out there, it actually makes them feel not enough. Yeah. So they're looking at you and they're like, oh, what's she doing? And it's almost like this sense of panic inside of... I haven't got the courage to do that. I'm too yeah, scared to yeah. do that. So I'm going to drag her back down with me, yeah. and I am going to judge her because that makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you understand the reason why people judge,
0: yeah,
2: it really it... just blows like any care in yeah. the world out of oh. you know out of it.
0: So oh do you God. feel like you've lost quite a lot of friends or family along the way if they've not been supportive?
2: So I'm really lucky with family. Mm, um, yeah. They oh, just support me. You know, I could do the, the craziest thing ever and they'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah,
1: you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, know yeah. you know,
2: literally <laughs> I could do anything and they'd be my cheerleaders um, <laughs> behind me, um, which some people aren't lucky enough to have family yeah, like yeah. that. So, you know, I'm grateful that I've got that. But mm-hmm. friend-wise, I've... I've got friends, but, like, a very small circle. Yeah. Because not everyone gets me or yeah. why I'm here on this earth. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So I had a big girl group um, sort of through my teens. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, so much fun, like, yeah. going out, partying, mm-hmm. living life. Like, they were all really good fun. Mm-hmm. But it just got to a point where, actually... This group just doesn't serve my mm-hmm. purpose anymore, yeah, and you know that doesn't mean that I'm better than them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're better than me. It just means you know there's a time yeah, for that, and a path. i'm yeah. not I'm not yeah. there anymore, yeah, so I think sometimes you have to take yourself out of situations that don't serve you anymore yeah. and that's hard is, people don't really like hard. that <laughs>
1: like we have both definitely been been in that place where we're like you know I've done it Vicky's done it and it's not because you don't get on with people it's not because like you are a nasty person as Mm -hmm. you said you go on different
0: paths and that is completely fine people grow at
1: different rates yeah um people sometimes
0: don't understand what's going on yeah um running a business and especially if you've been a mum you need people around you that are always going to cheer you on and be like that's amazing yeah Yeah. not like why is she doing that and being negative like you've only got a a small amount of time on this thing
1: yeah
2: we need like the yeah.
1: best people around us. yeah um so i just want to say because obviously you have botu and you have your crystals and they are obviously available online
2: yeah.
1: um for like the female business owners listening to this is there anything you would recommend for them is there you know something that you've used and it's been really powerful in your journey um yes. or, or even of, just advice or just advice be yeah
2: yeah so immediately the first crystal that i Swear by it's mm. fluorite. Write right.
0: that down. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: this is the crystal that clears your mind. It makes everything easier and more manageable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're a business owner or you're a mom and you've got a million things to do, your mind is like a hundred tabs open on Google. Yeah. So yeah. like, my fluorite is the staple piece that I love because. Yeah immediately like after the first day of wearing it everything is clearer yeah and... okay so
0: we're gonna come yeah <laughs> <Yes. laughs> to the shop <laughs> i will buy a bag of this do you like bring them with you then you crystals or do you like because i've got like a bracelet i don't yeah. even know what crystal this is i was just like yeah it's nice. so it, probably it looks like moonstone. yeah you probably know what it yeah. is yeah um so do mm-hmm. you think it's best for people to like Sleep near them, wear them, what do you recommend?
2: So working with crystals, it can be really overwhelming because there's so many different crystals, there's so many Mm -hmm. different things we need healing from, Mm -hmm. there's so many ways we can use them, but I like to just teach people to use them in a very simplistic way yeah, yeah. we all know as business overwhelm um, business owners <laughs> yeah. business overwhelmers. that's like a new term that yeah. we need to use we all know as business owners that when you're overwhelmed like sometimes you just stop working yeah and then you just don't get anything oh, done literally
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you just called me, me out yeah
2: <laughs> so i like to just simplify everything so crystal wise always go with the ones that you're drawn to mm-hmm. you know if you go into a crystal shop you might be drawn to say moonstone or yeah. malachite mm-hmm. or amethyst mm-hmm. whichever one it is you know you could get a tumble stone in that form which is just like the tiny like circle stones yeah. um or you could get a bracelet which you can wear every day mm-hmm. and all you have to do is just keep that crystal in your aura yeah. and whether it's um, by your bedside table, whether you hold the crystal when you're watching TV at night, mm-hmm. whether you put it in your bra, loads yeah. of us girls do that. I would do that. Or just wear <laughs> it like jewellery. So don't overcomplicate it. Go with what you're drawn to mm, yeah. and then keep them around your energetic field and they'll work their magic.
0: So do you do you charge them? Because I know people go, yeah. they charge. Are you supposed to do that every day or just when it's a full moon or just whenever you feel like it needs to
2: so i recommend um charging once a month okay. um on the, f- the, full moon, the full moon or sort of a couple of days either side mm-hmm. of that um you can also do water cleansers however yeah. you just need to check the crystals water water safe yeah. which you can do on google to be fair yeah um or you can do smoke cleansers with Palo Santo, which is similar to sage. You know, yeah. you've heard of sage, oh, yeah. where you're like cleansing the room. Yeah. Um. So you can cleanse your crystals that way, and it just sort of frees the energy yeah. up in them and gets rid of any any negativity. Yeah. Um, Then what I do suggest doing is charging the crystals, which is different to cleansing them. So you cleanse your crystals to get rid of the the energy out of them. Mm, And then you charge them up. I like to charge them up with an intention. Okay. So let's take Jade, the crystal, for Mm -hmm. example. Um, If I was to cleanse this, I'd put it out in the moonlight on a full moon, just leave it out overnight. And then I would charge that crystal. So I'd hold it. And say if you're wanting to manifest abundance or you're wanting to like double or triple your paycheck um, or you want to bring more luck into your life, Jade is really good for that. So you hold your crystal in your hand and then you're basically programming it with your yeah. own intention. Yeah. So you hold it, visualize this wealth and this abundance and this good luck and then you've put that energy into the crystal. So now it will work to amplify that energy right. and help manifest that abundance oh, into your life to shop. yeah we are, like, yeah to you're shop. Yeah. ready to spend yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready to it's, <laughs> it's, it's a healthy addiction <laughs> yeah, yeah no, we'll have we'll definitely yeah. have
1: to come and visit um and then final question just to wrap this up we always like to ask everyone that comes on here yeah um what advice do you have for female business owners
0: hard question to answer.
2: Mm. <laughs> i like it i would say just don't be afraid to stand in your true power Yeah. So often as women, we are almost, you know, pushed to the back or pushed Mm -hmm. to the corner. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as a woman in business, you really need to use your voice and you really need to have that confidence in yourself and that belief of, do you know what? I am here and I am taking up space. Like I'm taking up space in my industry. I am going to be the person who I was put on earth. To, to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just don't be afraid to put yourself out there and go for it and do the things that you know like mm-hmm. you feel in your soul. You, do, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Like, know that
1: you're supposed to yeah. do things. Yeah.
2: Like we come to earth for a reason. Yeah. Like there's something inside of everyone yeah. that is your purpose that you need to fulfill. So never be afraid to go after that.
0: Oh, oh amazing! <laughs>
1: oh, thank you so much for coming on. It thank has you. been a journey to say the least. Um, <laughs> oh, so, no where can people find you if they are looking to maybe get some crystals or some mm-hmm. crystal advice? Mm-hmm.
2: So, I am on Instagram mm-hmm. at Botu Crystals. Yeah, and you can find us on there. I'm also on Facebook at Botu Crystals, mm-hmm. and then online we have a website which is just botu.online so super easy to remember and I do sort of mindset reels and little talks and tricks for crystals and like how to you know fulfill your life and how to increase your happiness so I guess it would be amazing to connect with some of the yeah, los- Honestly
1: <laughs> I am genuinely obsessed with Botsu's account. So if you if you are looking for some, as Alicia said, mindset, <laughs> like crystal healing advice, because you what you do get some great advice on there, go and give Alicia a follow. Um and we will hopefully we'll see be, you at the shop we'll soon. And <laughs> <laughs> definitely
0: do. Oh, Thank you so Ooh. much. Thank you. Wow. How she amazing was that?
1: Is honestly amazing. Like I feel like that's up there with one of my favourite podcasts we've ever done.
0: That was incredible. I think
1: because like the journey, you know, everyone has their own journeys and you know, you can relate to some people's journeys in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I personally know Alicia and I've seen I've seen the whole journey. The growth. Um, so it's been so lovely to like go through it all today mm-hmm. with her. Um, So yeah, so if any of you want to know more about Alicia, obviously she gave you her Instagram and stuff. Um, So go head over there. I'm sure she'd be absolutely happy to help with any questions that Mm -hmm. you have. Or if you are local to Manchester, then head on over to the shop.
0: Yeah, we'll be there
1: we're gonna we are gonna be going
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna
1: book a date in the diary
0: absolutely
1: Um, yeah so apart from that guys make sure to follow us on tiktok and instagram that is at the female founders and be sure to rate us five stars helps us out massively so we can continue having great guests on the podcast Mm -hmm. and helping as many business owners as we can so yes absolutely
0: thanks for listening and we'll see you next week Bye. bye